Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next edition of the Cowboys Huddle with my my bro here, Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV. What is going on, my man? Yo, 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 Joe Rod. We're back in the lab, um, banging these things out. I'm ready to rock, man, and I'm ready to roll. Let's Let, go. Let's go. Let's go. So, you know, over here over the weekend, the biggest topic, I guess, of the weekend was the T-Will uh, intoxication or, or however you want to call it. Uh, let's let's get right into that. What's what's your quick thoughts on that? Um, you know, quick thoughts, Joe. You know, over at the huddle, we're gonna try to stay away from drama, all football, all the time. And this is drama, sad to say. And you know, it'll it'll dominate headlines tomorrow, and it may just go away because you know I'm I'm glad that T will safe, and I don't want to pass judgment, but it, it's ironic. But two days before, I had put out a video that you know Cedric Wilson's probably gonna take T will's job, or I could see how he could do that. Um, now the, the Cowboys would take some sort of a hit, but the fact of the matter is, it, you know, whatever the situation was, it's a situation when you're drinking and driving, it's not smart. You know, you can, you can say there's, I'm sure there's going to be some excuse, some reason why, or, but it's just not smart. It's a mistake you can't make. The reason why is because this team has somebody, you know what I mean, Joe, who lost their life due to another teammate being intoxicated. Right. Um, you mean there's been instances where the league, you know, Dante Starworth killed a man because he was drunk. So it's not cool. There's no excuse for it. There's no room for it. And, you know, it's just unfortunate. But, th- I mean, that's my thoughts on it, Joe. I know that wasn't super quick. But, you know, it's just unfortunate because T. Will was already looked down on by, I know, fans. I don't know what the organization is thinking of him. Yeah. And, you know, this doesn't help. It can't help. No, I totally agree, and and that's what it is. You're looking, just you're looking at the whole body of work for Terrence Williams, and it's just not good, man. I mean, he yeah, he does have some positive sp- splash plays, but with him, it's like you remember the bad plays, not getting out of bounds, uh, just not knowing stuff, and the deflections off the body catching, causing inter- interceptions, and now this off field. So he's not very, he doesn't make good decisions, man, on field and now off field so this guy i think he's on his last uh he's on the last little you know string here i guess you could say he's on life support uh, you know like you said uh, cedric wilson michael gallup uh deontay thompson all these guys benefited from you know this situation i think no 100 percent, and he's not healthy that's number one and number two i think I mean, I think fans are also forgetting T. Will didn't score a touchdown last year. Yeah. Terrence Williams did not score a touchdown. Terrible. So, it there won't be that much production missed. Um, so, I mean, it's unfortunate. I'm glad he's safe. But it's just, it doesn't bode well. It, it's not the PR that the Cowboys need. The Cowboys have been really good off the field. The players... It's just not what they need. I hope this is a wake-up call. I hate that, you know, Terrence Williams had to be the sacrificial lamb. But, you know, on on good teams, I hate to say it, the Ravens, uh, Patriots, Pittsburgh for the most part, just don't hear about this stuff. Teams that are constantly in the hunt, the Patriots, you just don't hear about this crap. So it's just, I don't know. It's always something with Dallas. And, you know, T. Will, he has to understand. They just cut Dez. You got to be smarter. So, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, that that's all we have on, on T. We just want to hit on that real quick. Um, yeah. 
But uh, let's move to another topic here. Let's talk about our linebackers. This is something that you and I kind of talked offline. We're gonna we want to look at uh, the position groups of the team, kind of like a, a sneak peek going into training camp. So we're gonna kick this off with the linebackers, right, Foots? Yeah, let's start off with the linebackers. I don't know why we're we're starting with the linebackers, uh, um, position group, but let's hit them, Joe. Um, I, I'm I'm excited about today's show. And just like kind of how everything's gonna pan out. So yeah, let's hit the linebackers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So linebackers, uh, obviously, Leighton Vanderesh is the first round pick. So I think it is. It's a good way to start it off here. Uh, we're talking about our first round pick right off the bat. How do you think he impacts the linebacker core, Foots? Okay, man. Leighton Vanderesh is the guy. Um, he's in. I think immediately he brings. You know, instantly, Joe. We'll, we'll be honest. We're not going to be fickle here. Uh, yeah. We're not going to be wishy-washy here. Absolutely. Without and, and, and it's not lazy of us, but, you know, we saw what we saw. And there's still questions. Like, Cowboys fans don't think that we're walking back our statements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, finish. Like, like we t- we hit on it last week, Joe. I want to see Leighton Van Der Esch tackle, you know, Darius Geis or whoever or Saquon Barkley play in after play like and it's gonna he's gonna have to work on his play strength that being said you know marrying the pick to the to the team it makes sense for what Dallas wants to do um so I, I get it um and then seeing his size and seeing him move around I definitely get it and I think the way that Dallas will use him along with you know obviously Jalen and Sean I like it I like Layden a lot yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks like they're going to put him at middle linebacker. I know they say that, you know, they're going to they're still evaluating and that sort of thing. But to me, I mean, it's I'm, I mean, you you don't want to pencil in the guy, but I mean, I feel like he's going to be the middle linebacker and, you know, they're going to put they're going to take a look at Jalen Smith at the Sam. What, what do you think? First, you think he's I, now, the, now that's that's what I maybe we're not on the same page, Joe. Do you think they start him off at Sam? Who late? Like when they run out, when they run out, when they run out their starters at training camp. Mm-hmm. Who's your starting? Who's your starting three? I think you got. This is for me. I think you got uh, obviously Sean Lee at the wheel. I think they're gonna they're gonna roll with Leighton at the at the mic. And, really? And Jay, I think they're gonna bounce Jalen out at the Sam. And uh, that's just my gut instinct. That's kind of how I feel it's gonna be. Uh, but we'll see, man. What's your thoughts? Yeah. No, uh, can't forget about Joe Thomas, a guy who can do some things. Actually played against Dallas last year in Green Bay. Uh, Dallas drafted him. Well, was he undrafted two years ago, Joe? And then he went to Green Bay, and and he actually put together some good reps. Yeah. During in-season, Joe Thomas did. Um, I'm hearing some good things about Chris Covington, Joe. Um, these are kind of later in the in the depth chart guys and then um Joel Lanning another guy who we don't know if I make the team but yeah so as far as you know Vander Esch I don't know Mike is such a big responsibility I don't know if training camp day one they'll start him at Mike I think they may let Jalen start off making the calls and then they may transition that as they get comfortable but you know what Joe these kids are so prepared now Everything that I've heard about Layton is that he's a hard worker. His teammates loved him. Maybe OTAs, they see enough, 
it may be one of those things like remember when Zach Martin was just so good in OTAs, he was just penciled in as the starter. Like there was no walk him in period. He was like, he's the guy, let's roll. Remember when he hurt Sean Lee? Oh man, I remember that. But you, I, you're hitting it right on the head. I, that's how I kind of feel this situation is going to be. You're exactly right with the comparison to Zach Martin. Yes. Okay. So you. So all right. So okay. That'll be something to watch. Like that's the that's the that's the game within the game. Is is right away. Is. Leighton the guy? Like right right this second. For me, I think he is. I mean, he's your you know nineteenth overall pick. He better be, uh, huh, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Ben Bloom, you know, worked with him closely. They they had him, uh, you know, there with, with Sean Lee. I think pairing him with Sean Lee, they want to have him at, at the mic so he can continue to to learn under him. And he'll be right next to him, literally. And if in case anything does happen to Sean Lee, what they do like about LVE is his, uh, you know, where he can bounce over there if he wants to. He, he can play all three positions, and, and I think that's really what made him attractive over Rashawn Evans. Although, for me, I think Rashawn could have played all three, but I think they like Layton's, uh, you know, ability to, to do it better. Yeah. Yeah, and see, for me, that's who – so that's what we got to – that's what I wanted to ask you, Joe. I'm not so much worried about Layton now – Coming into the league, right, the rigors. So can he go through day in, day out through practice? Can he, you know, all these things, right? Yeah. But to me, I want to know, I'm, I hate to say it, but when Sean Lee gets hurt, who steps in at Sam? Because if Layton's doing such a good job and Mike, do you, you know, Damian, Covington? Covington has the most flex. Um, and you drafted him. You used the pick on him. Yeah. Um, so what do you think about that, Joe? Well, that... I, I want to hear... Yeah, yeah. Who, who steps in for, for Sean? I'll tell you what, man. I, I really like our linebacker depth this year as opposed to last year. I think they've done well because, you know, that, that was the real uh, thing that really nailed the Cowboys last season was the, the inability to have quality backups. And I think they... They lined themselves up here, protected themselves with adding adding people like Joe Thomas. Uh, you still have uh, Justin March. He's he's out there still, and uh, Covington as well. And Damian Wilson, he'll be you know a reserve player. So I really do. I feel like you know, you know, like you said, you hate to say it, but when Sean Lee goes out, are they going to shift everybody down one? You got you know, do they move L, you know Layton down, and did they put Jalen back at middle, and did they upgrade? Uh, Damon back over there to Sam or do one of these other guys jump in place like Joe Thomas or or Covington like like you said so I think I think they have a good shot here of making the team some of these guys uh, backup guys Covington um, I feel good about it man I really do overall I, it's not a concern to me as it was leading at the end of the season I was like man our linebackers we're gonna lose Hitchens we lost this and that Durant's gone. I mean, we lost a lot of people, so it's like, you know, but I feel really good with what they did in the offseason and, and in the draft. Yeah. Completely agree, man. Um, depth, that's what it's about. Because injuries, injuries, they're going to happen. Um, it, it's not about if, it's just about when, you know, and what I think what you have to do is 
find out where where a guy where a stud is gonna come from, where 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 you're gonna get production from when they do happen, and you better have guys who don't look like deer in headlight, um, and be ready to rock and roll. So, um, what do you, Joe? To me, what are you thinking about as far as is this gonna be a position group on the defense or on the team that underachieves, overachieves? How do you feel as far as are they going to be a group that scares you? Are they going to be a strength, weakness? Or is it always going to be like, man, uh, our linebackers look weak? Or, or have we quietly built something here? Yeah, I think they've quietly built something, man. That's exactly what it is because I I really I really am not – I mean, I don't want to say I'm not afraid for Sean Lee if he gets injured because we saw what happens to the defense overall. But – I think if you get Chris Richard in here, you get some guys in the secondary in their second year that become more vocal leaders, leaders on the field, maybe Kavon Frazier, physical type players, you know, that amp that game up. It, maybe they're able to take on that injury a lot better. And I think if, I think they're really, you know, hoping that Leighton can fill that void. Um, along with Jalen, obviously. Jalen, he's, he's a captain at, at Notre Dame and, you know, a willing player. So I think... Uh, I don't think losing Sean Lee will hurt as bad this year as it as it has in the past. So we'll see though. We'll see. No, um completely agree, man. Um I you know, it's quiet, but you know you know who makes you know what makes this work, Joe? What'll make this work to me? Um, Jalen. Yeah. If Jalen is like if Jalen takes the next step, then you really turn this into like something amazing, really. Yeah, for sure. Turn, yeah, turn this position group into an amazing position group, really. If Jalen Smith is Notre Dame, Jalen Smith with Van Der Esch and Sean Lee later years of Sean Lee's career, even though you know he's older, he can really still play. If you if he's turned the corner, sign me up. Seriously, sign me up, Joe. And I want to see that. I do, I do want to see it, and that's what excites me. The whole you're right about Jalen Smith. I think he could be the key to it because you know prior to the injury, he was considered a top five pick in that draft. So, I mean, we're talking blue chip, major blue chipper. You know, so you're basically you're looking at two first round linebackers, Sean Lee. If they did a redraft, he would probably go in the first round. You know, so I mean, the linebackers are looking real good right now on paper. We'll see how they do once once uh, the pads come on in the preseason. Joe, when do OTA stop? Start. OTAs, I think, are going to pick up here in another week or two. Let me see. What are we at right now? They're going to pick up in June. Yeah, so they're coming up, man. OTAs, veteran minicamp. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I can't wait to see these guys all in action. The vet minicamp will be, will be coming up first, and then you got the OTAs. So... What's the vet minicamp? First week of June? I think it's coming up here uh, this weekend. Coming up, I think. Not to put you on the spot, Joe. Oh, is it this weekend? Really? Yeah, I think it's like the 28th or somewhere like that. And, or it could be the 3rd. We'll have to double check on that, guys. But uh, Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Just cause yeah. to brace everybody for it. And, that, and that's, um, another, that's another thing, too. Like, when, when we see these guys... Don't get astonished if somebody else is practicing at the wheel or if somebody's at the at the mic. You're going to see a lot of interchangeability in uh, in practice. It's not necessarily going to mean that you know 
hey, oh, look, you know, Leighton Van Der Esch, he's uh, out there at the wheel, you know. I mean, you might see him out there. You know, you might see him at the Sam. Uh, same with Jalen, you know. They're going to they're gonna put these guys, they're going to try him out. Yeah, well, the, the thing is they love their linebackers to have flex. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure Ben is going to take that out of, out of Eberflus's book, you know, studying under him, mm-hmm. they want them all to know every three, all three positions. Um, man, this is gonna be fun if Sean can stay healthy, getting him free, and now you have Vanderess just throwing that that six five frame in the guards. He's really, you know, if he can get his placement and keep his placement at a certain level, Joe, he can be special. Um. He has to do it though, Joe, um, because now run play crash. Sean Lee make tackle. Run play crash. Jalen run the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guards just can't bully because he's built, dude. This dude is freaking built. He's huge. Like it didn't really do him justice the night he was drafted. It doesn't do him justice in that blue jersey at Boise State. But when you see him standing next to, you know, some of the other Cowboys, you're like, whoa. That's so, ex- that's exactly what I what I saw, too, in a, some of the footage that we saw. He, he looks the part, man. He looks like a big dude. So He does. Yeah, I think they're, they're banking on Jalen looks like he's in shape, too. Yeah. Man, Joe, I was watching a video on your page. He looks he looks ready, dude. Yeah, that guy, he's, he's hitting it hard. He's, he's not letting... You know, last season's uh, successes stopped there. He's he's keeping it going, and that's what you want. You want your players to do that. You don't want them to level off. You want them to keep improving, season to season. I I love that about Jalen. Uh, yeah, definitely. But it's something to be excited for, man. The linebackers. I think, it, like I said, it could be a quiet group. It could end up being a strength for this team, which will be really good. Okay, here we go, Joe. Here we go. Hit me up. Joe. Yes, sir. Who has the most tackles? Who has the most this tackles? Yeah. Whew. Man, that, that really is a good question because we saw Jalen, you know, had, I think he was second on the whole team last season with tackles. Um, I think you, I think you got to go with Sean Lee, barring injury. It's probably going to be Sean Lee again. I mean, this guy just has multiple tackle games. He's a game game changer, man. He's still the guy. So, for me, I'm still going with Sean Lee. I'm still rocking with him as the, the lead tackler. Okay. What about, what about you, Foots? Sean Lee. <laughs> <laughs> he's too good. He's freaking intense. Nah, man, he is. He, he's, a, he's a coach. He's he's what you want, man. He's what you want. It's, I think it's why they didn't have any hesitation getting Leighton in him because you're getting coached by Ben Bloom, plus you're getting coached right next to you with uh, – the general, Sean Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting, man. It, it's going to be a fun, fun year. Um, especially, like you said, a linebacker. Then once we hit secondary, I'm actually starting to think, um, I'm actually really starting to think that our weakest position group is going to be the defensive line and not the ends. Hmm. I keep forgetting that we signed Coney Ely, Joe, but I'm really thinking that it's going to be our uh, – but we'll hit this next week, our, the middle of our defense. I can already tell you that me and you are already on the same page <laughs> yet again. It just it just happens that way, guys. I don't know what it is, but 
That's two Dude, they pe- wanted to disagree. I don't two, know. two peas in a pod, bro. That's what it is. That's just that's what yeah. it is. I mean, I'm not. We we already are on it. You know, it, it's been certain things that uh haven't always. You know, but we we um we hey. We'll see, man. But that's it's what we're. Good. That's what we do for us. You and I. It's just like, man, we wake up, cowboys. <laughs> Middle of the yeah. day, cowboys. I mean, yeah. it, it's a high priority in our life, man. It's crazy. Yeah. No dude. fluff either, too. Like, no fluff. So we, yeah. we wanna, you know, we wanna, we wanna. Okay, how does how does this fit? How does this move? So, I think I think that's linebackers, Joe. That's um, it. That's it. Who do you? Well, let's see. We'll talk offline what we're gonna what group we're gonna cover next. Uh, we, yeah. we might flip over to offense. We might stick with defense. We'll see. But uh, let's talk about another topic here. I think this is a low key conversation that people are not really talking about, or perhaps maybe afraid to talk about. But we're talking about Dan Bailey, the kicker, right? Um, yeah. So last couple of seasons hasn't been able to stay healthy, pulling the growing, having injuries. Missing field goals t- took the, you know the uh, the air out of the wind there in that Seattle game. Missing field goals. Uh, I mean, what, what's your thoughts, you man? You that game, right, Joe? Yeah, it just it's not it, with for me, man. As the season went on, I was like, this isn't Dan Bailey, man. This is not automatic Legatron. We're and you know you don't want to say that it's. Uh, I mean, you don't know if it's physical or it's mental, but to me, you, you look at kickers and they get rattled easy, man. To me, I think it's more mental than anything. But what's your thoughts on that, Bailey, man? Joe, it's almost like if a pitcher gets the yips, that's what they call it. Mm-hmm. I think when he just can't find his rhythm, he can't hit his spot. I don't know, Joe. Um, I got to tell you, it's it's scary. <laughs> it's scary only because like Dan was so good. It, it, remember how Mike Vanderjack just fell off? I don't know if you remember that guy. That is that is where I was going with that man because. Are you saying, dude? We're yeah. we're synchro. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy, Joe. We we're on the same guys. I swear we don't plan this stuff. No, it like, is. We, we do a quick pre-show meeting, mm-hmm. but Vanderjack, dude. It's like he was nailing field goals, then he literally just sucked. Yeah. I pray that's not. I, I don't think so because Brandon Jack was a little bit of a goofball. Um, I feel like Dan Bailey really cares about football and being a great kicker. Mm-hmm. I just think it's just mental, and he wasn't held. I think he was thinking about it. I think he was thinking about it, Joe. Thinking about the the leg or growing and that causing The growing. It. Yeah. The growing, the injury. Um, you know, when you have an injury, even when you're kicking, it's always anything you're doing athletically. Like people will say, oh, he's just a kicker. But it's, I mean, it's an athletic thing that he's doing on the field. Yeah. That's that wrong. It, you know, when you're thinking about it, you can't perform how you want to. And it's crazy, man, because, and, and I know where you, maybe some of you guys are like, got kicker, damn, barely, he's fine. No, I mean, you, got, you really got to think about this, this situation because, Look what happened in that San Francisco game. They had he couldn't complete the game, and we had uh, Jeff Heath out there kicking the ball. And it was kind of funny <laughs> at first, you know, see him kicking the. <laughs> but man, you don't you don't want you don't want to get caught like that in a close game at the end of the year, and you need that guy. You know what I mean? Those three points could be your season. So 
it's something to think about. You know what I mean? Those three points can be your season. Those three points can get you in the playoffs. You know, get, get ready for some tight games throughout the NFC East. Everybody has went to the lab, and they're chasing the Eagles, trying to put together a mob to beat Philly. And, you know, without Zeke, with Zeke, I thought we would have been in good shape against, you know, against Philly. But swept the East other than Philly. But these games can come down to a kick, can come down to a turnover, can come down to – and the way Dallas plays, that's what – because, you know, we want to slow the game down, right. turn, you, turn you. So the way Dallas plays, a lot of these games this year will. And you're talking about this could be Garrett's job. I know a lot of people want Garrett gone, but – you know, a missed kick can screw this dude. So, no, it's, it's real, Joe. It's very real. Yeah, it's a valid conversation. Yeah, 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 for sure. We're hoping that Dan Bailey gets back to Legatron form all the way. But like I said, it's it's something to, to you know, kind of low-key have that in the back of your head here. Um, let's do it, man. Let's get, so, let's get him right. Come yeah, on, Joe. We yeah. need him, Joe. We need, we, on, we need him. We need him. All right, Foot. so uh, continuing on with our, our segment that we started last week, uh, looking at a prospect for the 2019 draft, uh, a look forward is what we're calling it. So, Foots, yep. uh, give me give me a player or two of, uh, that you want to give us knowledge on. Hit us okay, with, so hit us with it. Hit us with it. Bye-bye. We're going to hit uh, Devin White, LSU, and we're going to hit Taylor Rapp. All right. Washington, Devin White. Linebacker LSU, good one, good one, dude. Freaking animals. Devin White is a freaking sideline. Side. He's he's really like the way that Jalen Smith used to play on the edge. Mm-hmm. You would see Jalen. You you saw Jalen in the middle, but I I love Jalen when he was coming off the edge. He was such a good blitzer. But I tell people like this. Devin White has. Rashawn Evans finish with Roquan Smith's sideline to sideline burst. Um, that sounds like a first round pick right there. Where are you? Oh, feel, are you feeling he's like he's a first rounder? He's top ten, and if Dallas is doing what we think they're going to do and win a Super Bowl, then he'll probably won't fall to thirty two. But <laughs> okay, um, Devin White, just just I mean, just if you're a fan of football, guys, check him out. You know, on these Saturdays. So, you, like you said, we want to do these look forward so that fans, Cowboys fans, fans, whoever watch this channel, I mean, listen to this show, can just formulate an opinion. And I'm telling you now, man, 40, Devin White, he's a stud, built well, really, really good linebacker. And the Taylor Rapp, I like him because I saw him do some things in the nickel. He can play as a true free. And I like players that come from that Washington system. Uh you know, they're putting pros in the league. Yeah, they are. Um, they're putting pros in the league, Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, Sidney Jones, uh, they just put in, um, not Starlet, who's my boy that just, uh, that Cowboys fans wanted a uh, defensive tackle. Um, oh, man, that's going to bother me now, Joe. You know, you're talking, uh, about, uh, you're talking about the big boy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, man, what's his name, Joe? We need a Jeopardy thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but nonetheless, man, um, they're putting pros in the league. Shaquille, Shaq, Shaq, was it Shaq? Not Shaq Griffin. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm having a uh, brain fart. 
But nonetheless, they're putting pros in the league, and I really like this kid, Taylor Rapp. He's extremely, extremely good. Um, and he, he he's, he's, he's sideline to sideline. So that's what, if Dallas is going to need anything, it's going to be um, a player that's sideline to sideline and on the back end. If, if Let's say Xavier Woods can't get it done. Right, Joe? Then yep. we need a player who's... Because I think we have enough thumpers. Even Xavier Woods really a, a good thumper. Yeah. Um, we need a player to sideline to sideline, Joe. It's the facts. So. Yeah, it is. Um, Gotta have somebody with a tackle. Oh, that name irritated me. Vita Vey. Mm-hmm. That's the from Washington. But it, it's true, man. The Cowboys like that program. It's Chris Peterson, you know, came over from Boise. And he's over there at Washington now. So, you know, you do have that, that love for that program. You know, the Cowboys have where they like certain programs, you know, whether it's Notre Dame or uh, Boise State, Washington. State, they do Alabama. Yeah, Alabama, your SEC guys, Big Ten. So the Cowboys do have an affinity for some of these guys. So that, that those are good players. Those are good players, Foots. I like that. Yeah, so you guys watching college football this year, check those two players out. Devin White, Taylor Rapp. Good deal. Good deal, guys. But uh, I think that's all we have for this one here. Foots, you got any final thoughts here before we cut out? Nah, man. Uh, we'll be back with another position group, uh, more news. And just thanks for growing with us, man. Joe, I, I'm, I'm putting this in the air, man. I want to get down to training camp some way. We'll have to figure that out. But I want to get to training camp and do some, do some footage from there. I went two years ago, and I want to try to go again for the fans, be more prepared, take a really nice camera out there and get some practices for these guys so people can binge watch, practice. Let's roll. Let's do it. Let's do it for sure. Yeah, definitely a conversation that we'll have to have here, see if we can make it happen. But um, that's all we have for right now for you guys. Really appreciate all you guys tuning in and and subbing up and liking and loving all of the uh, podcasts here at the Cowboys Huddle. Um, and as usual, guys, we'll see you for the next podcast. Peace. Peace.